Welcome one and all. I'm Robert Rogers, founder of Parkinson's Recovery in 2004. Every holiday season, I have been sponsoring a survey. I send out an email to my global audience with two questions requesting that individuals answer each of the two questions. The first question is, have you been feeling better the same or worse since the last holiday season one year ago? The second question asks, what therapies have you been embracing and pursuing that have been able to offer you symptom relief? This is, I guess, 2003 results are about the 10th time we have done this, and it really addresses the underlying issue, which is that, I must admit, most individuals out there believe in their heart, mind, and soul, that Parkinson's is a degenerative disease. They believe that because no matter pretty much what website you land on, it's exactly what it says. It's like the words shout out at you if you do any research at all on the internet. Most people then believe, well, once you've got a diagnosis of Parkinson's, what the medical professional will tell you is, well, guess what? Now, I've got some good news for you. The good news is that you're not going to die anytime soon. Well, of course, the person will say, all right, what's the bad news? Well, the bad news is that you have a condition that we're going to diagnose as Parkinson's disease. This particular disease is degenerative. You will be getting worse every single year. I'm very sorry, but we've got some medicines that will suppress your symptoms temporarily. Now, that's what you hear if you go to a medical professional. That's the belief out there. And I founded Parkinson's Recovery in 2004 to put that belief to the test. Is that really true? Do people always get worse? Now, clearly, we all have probably personal familial experiences with family members who have been diagnosed with this and really over time did get worse. But I decided, look, I'm a researcher. I'm going to put out the little survey that I just described to you every year and see if we get some pretty consistent results. So if, in fact, the answer to the question, is Parkinson's disease degenerative going to be, well, oh, yeah, hello, that's what all the medical professionals say, then the answer to the first question that I asked members of my audience, have you been better, the same, or worse, 100% of my respondents then should be saying, oh no, I'm really worse. I'm worse because as everybody knows, that's the condition you get when you're diagnosed with Parkinson's. Now, as a side note, remember, the diagnosis is the opinion of one medical professional. I've been now sponsoring Parkinson's recovery for two decades. I've talked to well over a thousand individuals. Many of the individuals will tell me that they went to their first medical professional who said that they have something called Parkinson's disease. They said, well, I'm going to get a second opinion. They get a second opinion, and the second person says, no, no, you don't have that. You have, and they'll give them some other name like Lyme disease or something else. So what is the result that we actually get back when we summarize these particular responses? So here it goes, folks, and you might actually be surprised. So what proportion of members of my audience report that over the past year from the 
holiday season in 2022 to the holiday season in 2023, that is over the past year, how many reported they were actually feeling better? Answer, 34%. Approximately one-third of the members of my audience report better. Well, how many said they're the same? Now, again, as a reminder, according to this belief that Parkinson's is degenerative, Nobody should say that they're the same. Everybody should be saying, no, we're really worse. Maybe a lot worse, but we're a little bit worse. 39% of the respondents said they are the same, and we've got about 26% of the individuals who said they are worse. So if you, if you add up those that say they were better and those that say they, they were the same, we got about 73% or about three-fourths of my respondents report, no, they weren't worse, they were about the same or they were actually better. So I'm just providing evidence once again. This result, it patterns the results that I've received in previous years with one little exception. The actual proportion of individuals that report they're the same is higher. So in previous years, the proportion of individuals who are either better or the same was about two-thirds, and now we're almost up to three-fourths. Now, this is not a random survey, but it does report that these are actual individuals who actually have the symptoms associated with the diagnosis of Parkinson's disease, and this is their self-reports of how they have been doing over the past year. A number of the responses basically said the following, I'm worse, and then they said there's no therapies that they found that are really helping them get relief from their symptoms. So, of course, for those of you, in fact, if you are in that particular position, you may have been searching one therapy after another, trying to find something that would help and haven't found anything, or it may be you really haven't realized there are many, many natural options that offer the opportunity to celebrate symptom relief. So I want to encourage you to listen to what I'm about to do and to see if any of these particular therapies, options, uh, possibilities call out to you as something you might want to explore and take very seriously. I have a confession to make. Again, after two decades of this work, if I think back 20 years ago, I held the belief that as I got into researching this, I would successfully identify a handful of therapies, three, four, five, maybe at most six. And what I could do, again, as a researcher is put out the information to people to say, hey, these are the ones that make the biggest difference for people. If you really want to get well, embrace these therapies. Now, there are certainly still some therapies that kind of rank up to the top of the many that are helping individuals. But that's not the result that we've actually got. What we find is that each individual has been able to identify very specific therapies, approaches, and methods that are enabling them to feel better. So what I want to do here in this presentation is actually read out a selection of some of the responses that I have received and I'm going to actually have part two, probably part three, because we've got quite a few. And if I read them all, we would be here for hours. So I just want to read a few of these responses to give you some flavor of the fact that we've got so many viable natural options out there, some of them not natural, 
that are helping people celebrate symptom relief. I counted the number that now I have coded since I've been doing this, and we now have 125 <laughs> options, therapies, methods, 125. So I've always said dozens and dozens. Perhaps I should say 100 or more. So there are a lot of possibilities out there. Before I read these individual reports, I do want to make one comment. You might be wondering, well, was there any particular therapy that stood out as being most helpful to most people? Now, again, there's no therapy that helps everyone, but is there one that really pops out? And I really would have thought that that would have been prescription medicines because we know they do suppress symptoms temporarily. Well, that wasn't the result. There is one clear result of a report that we get pretty consistently, not from all, but many of our respondents, and that is what helps people is exercise. Exercise. Of course, diet too, but I think exercise is one that actually tops diet. So let me then proceed to read here uh, several of these reports that we have to give you a flavor of how many different possibilities you can embrace that will enable you to get relief from your symptoms. So if you haven't found anything, see if any of the possibilities call out to you as something that you might want to try yourself. This comes from Laura. My dad did EMDR, trauma therapy, and that was a game changer for him. His tremors have reduced and energy has improved and walking has too. We've also worked quite intensively with the nutritionist to remedy the vitamin deficiencies, particularly B vitamins and magnesium. And I want to just make a side note about EMDR. It is a very, very successful therapy that is practiced by psychotherapists, psychologists, and mental health counselors. So that's something that clearly has been helping Laura's family. Next report comes from Milan. Answer to the question, the first one. I was diagnosed with Parkinson's in March this year. That would have been 2023. But some symptoms started several years ago. I feel a little bit better now compared to a year ago. Second question. I started in March with cinnamon and a couple of weeks of physical therapy. I stopped taking cinnamon mid-November and I'm now on aquas. That's the aqua hydration therapy that John Coleman strongly recommends, who is a naturopath from Australia and fully recovered from his own Parkinson's symptoms. And then he goes on to include vitamin B1, which is an intensive B1 therapy that was recommended by Dr. Constantini, an Italian medical doctor that I interviewed on Parkinson's Recovery Radio in 2018, and some detox capsules called Pectasol. I also walk, do yoga and meditation, sing, listen to music, read, and tell jokes. And I read about Parkinson's as much as I can. And I want to make a side note about telling jokes. That is the one surefire way that you can naturally manufacture dopamine. No supplements, no prescription medications required. It is, I think, the most effective, the quickest, and the least expensive <laughs> method 
of being able to ensure that you have an infusion of dopamine throughout your body. You don't really have to tell jokes to laugh. You can just friggin' laugh, and it's going to make a difference. Next one comes from Len. As much as I hate to admit it, I'm feeling a little worse. Mainly, I think, it is due to a new drug I've been taking called amantatine. The side effects have been challenging. I hate taking drugs. He has that in parentheses. I think what helps me most is getting outside and walking, stretching, and practicing qigong. I also have a vibration plate that I have used several times a week. Vibration is one of those therapies. We've documented that really in the beginning of our research back at least 16 or 17 years ago. Clearly, vibration makes a huge difference in offering individuals symptom relief. Next reply. Don't have a person that I can refer to who's responded to this, but here is the response. Answer number one, generally feeling worse. Not as much stamina and shaking a bit, but not a major regression. And then what therapies have been helping? In the SPARKS-3 study, treadmill four times a week is the goal with 30 minutes of more rigorous exercise plus a warm-up and cool-down. This has been good to do. Now, that's a type of exercise that we documented again in an interview with Jay Alberts, who is the person, the medical doctor from Cleveland Clinic, that actually introduced this therapy, forced exercise, and their research subsequent has, again, shown that, yes, indeed, it really is very effective. And then there is a continuation of this response. Also, trying some Feldenkrais exercises, which is useful, and have continued from previous years with some warm-up type exercises, massage and acupuncture. Not sure how much each of these help, and not sure how much a more Mediterranean type diet is helpful. Next response comes from... Doesn't say. <laughs> Here it goes. What helps? I take one medication, Matapar, which helps enormously with dopamine deficiency. I do a 15-minute routine of Qigong as soon as I get up in the morning to move energy through my lymph system to remove toxins and help with balance and mental alertness. Now, the Qigong is, again, one of those over 100 wonderful therapies uh, that really have been providing enormous relief for individuals. I interviewed Bianca Molay on Parkinson's Recovery Radio. Again, that's now been about 15 years ago, who uses that to get 100% relief from her symptoms. So we've got all of these interviews documented on Parkinson's Recovery Radio. If you'd like to be able to have links to any of them, if you can't find them yourself, just send me an email. I'm happy to send you back the link. And then they continue. I also use a rebounder for 15 minutes each morning to maintain muscle tone and joint flexibility. Rebounder is kind of like vibration therapy. Again, as you can see, that has been very helpful to them. This next one comes from Pan. I feel slightly worse than the same time a year ago. My tremor is more present in my entire body cavity. No prescription drugs, mostly just tinctures. And then the response to the second question. For my left hand's tremor, 
my primary symptom, I am trying to treat it like my dominant hand, forcing it to work and me to be ambidextrous, which seems to deter the tremor action somewhat. Now, isn't that interesting? In 2016, three weeks after my Parkinsonian tremor diagnosis, I severely broke my arm at the ball socket area. I started carrying my injured arm at a 90-degree angle like it was in a sling and sickly. The arm felt taut and strained. A one-half teaspoon of European elderberry Sambucus nigra extract would soon give my arm relaxation, drop to a hanging position, and feel normal for a good while. The brand I was buying it from has discontinued the European Nigra, and I have not found another brand that gives me any relief. Any recommendations appreciated. So please, if you got a recommendation, email me, and I will be sure to forward this to Pam. If it helps, it helps handshaking if I work at keeping my hand open and also slowly move the hand between open and shut fist. It's like a mindful exercise. This helps with socializing as is, it is not obvious if it is repeated very slowly. The last two weeks, I have felt a slight tremor in my other hand, my dominant. I'm trying the Beamer electromagnetic vibration therapy uh, and have not yet uh, noticed any uh, gain. That's uh, a, sorry, a therapy called PEMF, Pulsed Electromagnetic Field Therapy. The next response comes from Brenda. I am generally feeling better. My main focuses are daily exercise, diet, atromorine supplement, and chiropractic care. Next one comes from Manon. Hi, Robert. Since last year, I am the same. I am having seven drops of CBD oil at night, and my sleeping is better. Now I am trying B1, vitamin B1, at a high dosage. I just uh, began it, and um, it could uh, have a, a while longer uh, for me to notice a result. Thank you for your response to each and every one of you. Uh, I also want to report the response from Lynn. Better the same or worse? Well, Lynn is the same. Uh, therapies, methods, or approaches that offer relief. Here's the list. Joe Dispenza, ketamine infusions, hyperveric oxygen chamber, shamanism, neurotropic breath work, and stem cell therapy. This particular response comes from Barbara. My symptoms pretty much remain the same. I think that exercise has been the most helpful. And this final exercise comes from Bernie. Since uh, last holiday season, I'm the same. And then what therapies make a difference? Answer, regular daily use of Zandopa has eliminated my shaking. So again, uh, these are a handful of the responses. And the purpose is you can see the range of different therapies and methods and approaches that people have found have been really helpful and really useful. 
I will have part two, and in part two, I'm just going to continue to read some of these incredible responses that I've received from members of my audience. And I also want to thank profusely those of you who took the time to provide your response. I think this information can be so helpful to individuals who are searching for answers for themselves. We have documented really all these therapies. I don't focus on the prescription medicines because I'm a researcher, not a medical doctor, but I do uh, have extensive information uh, about the sources of all of these other therapies that we've documented on the Parkinson's Recovery blog and of course that are documented in my online courses and all of my uh, email correspondence to members of my audience. So thank you so much for connecting in and being a part of the Parkinson's Recovery Global Audience. As you now know, we have an answer to the question that was asked at the outset of this presentation. Is Parkinson's degenerative? And the answer is, hello, no, it's not degenerative. Well, clearly for some, but clearly not for all individuals. A vast majority are finding ways to sustain their particular situation or to actually feel better. And that's what's happening here on the shores of the, you guessed it, Puget Sound, where all the women are smart, all the men are, of course, handsome, and all of the children are profoundly loved. No, please, by virtue of the fact that you have taken the time to listen to this presentation, to find and explore some therapies that might actually offer you symptom relief, that you indeed are traveling down the road to recovery using your own instincts, your own wisdom, and your own choices, and know that once you find the selection of therapies that work the magic for you, that you will, in fact, celebrate symptom relief. Again, thank you so much for participating in the survey, and thank you so much for being a member of my global audience. I'm Robert Rogers, founder of Parkinson's Recovery.